So good. God. Okay. Jean Ralphio for life. Jean Ralphio. Ooh, I love a baguette. I wish I had a baguette right now. I used to love walking down the street after purchasing a baguette and you just eat you just eat down it. Like you just carry around this big stick and you're chewing on it. That oh, sounded uh, okay. All right. Yeah, all right. sounds you like my what? kind continue. of Friday night. All right, let's continue, go, let's go, let's continue. go. <laughs> friends and welcome back to don't drink and dungeons and dragons or don't D D for don't short do don't do don't it do it it's me your humble dungeon master jason miyamoto and joining us as always is our favorite player hi hannah hello oh it's hi. you <laughs> it's, it's me. adele adele has joined the chat oh, oh wow how flattering adele is um, typing. it's me and it's cocktail hour because uh, <laughs> it is cocktail hour hour <laughs> we are truly recording this i think the sun is still up which is saying something because it is the winter and the sun sets quite early yeah it's not good um yeah uh yeah. we are recording quite early in the day which is weird for my circadian rhythm because i'm the kind of person who I like i start drinking in order to then eventually be Sleeps. asleep by yeah. the time i stop drinking yeah yeah. So I don't know. Early bedtime. Early bedtime. Maybe that's health. Is that health? Um, I don't know. I wouldn't call it. Health, <laughs> you know, if you drink a lot really early in the day and then you go to sleep early, that's called. It's considered health. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's uh, mm-hmm. we treat our bodies like a temple here on Don't D and D and D. As should you. Um, all right. First and foremost, Hannah. It is. I just threw like seven dice oh, on oh. the floor. Um, <laughs> Jason's a little mad today. It's okay. I'm, Angry. I just love mad. throwing things. He's mad. Um, I don't know where that D twenty went. But um, oh, we can't worry. It's not the one for tonight. Then I. We can't worry. Um, Hannah, what time is it? It's time honor tradition. That's right. It's time for our time honor tradition. So you're drinking tequila at cocktail hour. Is that what we said? I'm drinking tequila, and there's a little bit like maybe a teaspoon of simple syrup in there. And that's about all she wrote. Wow. Okay. I mean, to each their own. Hannah, what are we toasting to? We are toasting health. to, <laughs> we're toasting to health. We're toasting to cocktail hour. Yeah. We're toasting to it's five o'clock somewhere. We're toasting yeah. to it's five o'clock shadow, oh, which yeah. it is outside oh, five oh, o'clock yeah. shadow. Ooh, we're toasting to 5 p.m. on a Friday night. That's got to be a country song somewhere, right? Okay. I'm just going to drink. Cheers. All right, cheers. <laughs> oh. Okay. 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 We can do it. What are you drinking? What was that? Uh, I haven't had gin in a long time. Mm, uh, you know I love a gin. And guess what? Shots it's of gin. not loving you, huh? It's not great. <laughs> I will say <laughs> shots of gin. Mm. It's not my favorite thing to do. Yeah. Ooh. It, that that is sort of my drink of choice whenever I have to do anything, mm. but I will say it's not What <sighs> did you say? Great? Yeah, it's not that. It's not great. Yeah. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Okay. Well, okay. An, mm-hmm. Another time. Time to move on to another time of ours. Time to move on. I'm Shot. so excited. I'm so excited. Oh. 
Oh, I'm so excited. I sent it to you actually, so you could play it off your phone, so that you could hear it more cleanly. It's okay. No? I'll, I'll. I think I like the muffledness of this going through from an iPhone through a computer <laughs> into Honestly, me too. my headphones. <laughs> Uh, and I really think it actually adds to uh, the rating system. And I can't rate without it, so. Got it. Here it is. Oh. Shut up. That's our oh, theme for the week. Okay, can I ask a quick question? Again, it might be the muffledness through many different speakers. Yes. Were the words shot bowl in there? Yes. Oh, uh-huh. interesting, interesting. Now, it, only at the very end do they become discernible. I chopped oh, them up throughout. Oh my gosh, what an artistic choice. Like that. But then at the end, the ver- the last button ah. is chat bowl. You know what I mean? Wow, so. I did not hear a second of that. And guess what? I still loved it. <laughs> It was like a little party in my eardrums. I, I fucking still loved, loved it. it. Wow. Oh, good. Um, yeah, everything good, about good. that to me, I really feel like that captures the very serious and professional vibes we have for Shot Bowl. I felt like mm-hmm. um, I felt like mm-hmm. I was in um, like a, a board meeting in a suit and tie. I really felt like mm-hmm. the classy mm-hmm. vibes of um, yeah, yep. just being around like very Thank professional you. people. Um, Thank you. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that is definitely a 5.5. Thank you. I won't tell you what Wait, it's out of. Out of what? <laughs> you can't You can't make me tell you. <laughs> no! It's a 5.5 uh, 5 out of 3. A 5.5 5 out of 3? Mm-hmm. You've got to do <gasps> the conversions yourself, though. Damn it. Um, well, that's amazing, and I'll take it. That's a rave review, and I did entitle this Shot Bowl Rave oh my God. theme song. So I love how that worked out. It worked out great. Um, who did... Is it? It's my turn to ask, maybe. If it's not, I'm going, because oh, okay. I have one. Go ahead. On the tip of my tongue. On, ooh. Ghosts. Okay. Ooh. Spooky ghosts. Yeah, we're, we're past ho- um. Halloween, Hannah. I feel like this would have been nice like two months ago. <laughs> okay, there are holiday ghosts in, that's true. in that many is true. That is traditions. True. Okay, that's true. All right. When it comes into, when a ghost, it, when a ghost enters into the visual range uh-huh. um, within 60 feet mm-hmm. of another creature, uh-huh. The creature that sees it mm-hmm. must succeed mm-hmm. on a DC th- 13 wisdom saving throw mm-hmm. or be frightened for a minute. Yep. This is an action called horrifying visage. Oh, I mm-hmm. love a visage. Now, it's like a massage. If the save fails by five or more, uh-huh. what happens to the target? Um, it is so funny that you ask this because this has happened oh God, you... in not one but two of the games that I've ac- I actively listened no. to within the last like two weeks. No, so the target, I thought this was such a good one. The target does age one d four times ten years. <laughs> how did you get that exactly right? Because Fuck you. It's literally Fuck happened you. in multiple games Fuck that I recently you. listened to. Oh my god, That's I so can't funny. win. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I cannot win. So I was like, sorry. oh, this is so 
niche and like so tiny niche. and also has to do with ghosts with Jason loves like I'm gonna nail it <laughs> nope okay Jason why don't you ask me your question so well you should take your Sir? shot first I really feel like that it's only fair <laughs> I really feel like you should go fuck yourself oh I like that song can that be shot ball theme let's remember that let's hold on to that one. Oh, she was mad that she doesn't want that to be the theme apparently <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Also a fun thing to add. I really feel like you can pull a lot from our previous episodes, like the sounds <gasps> we make after taking shots and somehow you know incorporate that into shot bowl theme. That is such a fucking good idea. Okay, <laughs> next time. You, look, you you scripted that other one. You've scripted next next time. Fair. So that's amazing. Unless someone submits, in which case that we'll feature true. your submission. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, well. I guess it's my turn. Hannah. It is your turn. Mm-hmm. Out of... Now don't do me dirty. Don't I'm gonna, you do I'm me gonna dirty. I'm going to really try not to do you dirty, but a lot of this might be like blind guesses for you. So <laughs> so you're going to do me it dirty. It might be a little Great. dirty. Continue. Um, out of every single person that Blaze has come into contact with, met, fought alongside, fought against, etc., um, can you give me five characters that you've just met, kind of similar to last week, and what you believe their class to be? Like, fighter, oh. rogue, etc. Oh, God, you're a real bitch. Okay. <laughs> you should know. Um, like, th- th- five is pretty easy. You fought alongside five people intimately at this point. I, I agree. You forget how little of the rules of D&D True. I know and or care about. True. Um, so 14 is... Interesting that we're starting there. He did like... He did like that... He did that... He did grovel. And um, that seems like... <laughs> Jason is, has, is just bracing himself physically... And it's very amusing. I'm, I, I'm excited. I'm just going to let you work it out. All right. 14 is a wizard. You're a wizard, Harry. Is that a class? Did you just ask no, if a kidding. wizard is a no, class? Just, 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 oh, God. Just, just, just. I didn't realize this was no. this hard. Okay. 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 14 is a wizard. We know that. Sure. Um, Risha is a... F- God. Fighter? Okay. Magdalena. Oh, no, 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 no. This Magdalena. can be also, again, a reminder. This doesn't have to be the people you just <laughs> met. It can be anyone you've met with before. Any character. Oh, oh. okay. Ezrin okay. is a m- monk. Okay. <laughs> I wonder if I'm getting all these wrong. He's got a really <laughs> strong poker <laughs> face. <laughs> Shep, Shep, nope. I've met Shep and Shep's <laughs> class. <laughs> yeah, what's Shep's class? Go for it. Okay, um, okay, Zola mm-hmm. is a cleric? No. Yes. It's up to you. Is that your final answer? Zola's a cleric. Okay. And you did Risha, 14, Ezrin, and Zola. Uh, is Tannis a druid? Is that what... I don't know. Is that what you're going to say? Are those the five you want to enter as your final answer? Yeah. Okay. Uh, incorrect. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. 14 is not a wizard. Tannis is not a druid. 
you got Zola and Ezrin right. Uh, and I've you, been with them the longest. So that tracks. That tracks. Uh, yeah, and Risha is a fighter. And so I got three out of five. Yeah. So that is, I would say, more than fifty percent, and therefore nope. I will call it a passing grade. Uh, and I will drink the rest of this tequila. <laughs> That's what I was waiting for. <laughs> Wait, can you tell me what all these classes are, though? No, you'll think if Blaze doesn't know, Blaze will figure it out. Oh my god, no, but it's Hannah. If Blaise Hannah doesn't know, know, Blaze will figure it out. <laughs> or right, Hannah, right. maybe. <laughs> okay. Oh, let's percentile dice it up. Here we go. Ooh. <laughs> Oh my God, Jason! No, it's a thirty-six from me. It's a ninety-six from me. No, it's over. It's like a shot in a third. Okay. Oh God, I really don't want to do this. Okay, bye. Bye. Don't think about it. Just do it. Don't think. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. No. I'm thinking. No, don't think. I'm thinking. Okay. Woo. So, with that order of business out of the way, why don't we get all comfy and remember when, uh, what happened Is that, I don't really think, is that's not really the music that we put under this, is it? I know you wrote the music, but it really doesn't feel like that's the music that we put under this. It well, it's because it's the those things oh, yeah, get yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. hidden. They're yeah. buried when we start the track anyway. Uh, well, Blaze and the rest of their class were in a classroom that was engulfed in flames, and Blaze watched as each of their classmates one by one got out of that situation through either some spell use or just charging through the flames. Uh, Blaze themselves cast uh, Absorb Elements to reduce a lot of the fire damage uh, and charge through the flames all by themselves. After that happened, uh, the evokers seemed to think that that took a little too long for everyone uh, and brought them through the Institute to the stadium where the fanning of the flames had happened the previous evening and told the class that they were doing basic training today, uh, which would essentially be kind of uh, mock missions that they might go on in the future once they were placed onto teams and graduated from the Institute. Blaze was placed against Zola, and on Blaze's team was Risha, and on Zola's team was fan favorite 14, and Blaze got the coin toss and chose to be on the attacking end of it, uh, and 14 and Zola were then on the defense end of it. Blaze and uh, Risha were allowed to enter the arena first and found themselves in a heavily forested area uh, alongside a well-worn path and uh, decided to make an ambush spot. Moments later, the rest of the group, Zola and 14, and a, an NPC with a donkey named Bessie and a cart. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we love Bessie. Shout out to Bessie. Um, entered in and uh, unfortunately, Risha's stealth roll was fairly abysmal and the group was spotted almost straight away and combat ensued. 14 went down fairly quickly thanks to Blaze's use of a new spell, Scorching Ray, 
and took 14 out. Zola, being the last person standing, was told to surrender by Blaze and defiantly said no and brought 14 back with a healing word. 14 then rushed into Risha, dealt an obscene amount of damage in one hit and also healed his party. And that is where we are right now. Those two are at the came back from the brink of extinction. Mm. Um, Blaze, you are beneath a tree. You are like in the center of a pa- of the path. Shep is right next to you, burning brightly. Mm-hmm. Ten feet in front of you is Zola. Uh, ten feet off to Zola's right is, uh, or to the left of Zola from your perspective, is mm-hmm. both Risha and 14 who are in melee with one another. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yes. We are at technically the NPC's turn, who is about 50 feet back oh, from everyone, from you at least, uh, who Ooh. is still hiding in his cart, nowhere to be seen. Bessie is just braying in the wind. Um, and after that, it is Risha's turn. Okay, Risha is up in melee with 14 and also has enough reach to hit Zola. She is going to, first things first, use a bonus action to second wind and he- try to heal some of her damage. Mm because she's not looking uh, great. Uh, Heals for eight points of damage. Um, And thanks to one of her abilities, uh, she also yells out as 14 has also just kind of cried out and said like, Zola, now is the time. Uh, Mm -hmm. She yells out uh, her own, but just lets out this like raw, powerful cry. um, And it just kind of like stirs something in you and like you feel your blood start pumping a little stronger and you can like feel the uh, Mm. blood pump in your ears and Blaze, you can heal for five HP. You and Shep actually, because I think Shep took a little damage. He did. Uh, That's Risha's bonus action. For her action, she is going to do something a little weird. Um, she's actually gonna move, uh, staying within melee around. She's gonna like strafe around 14 so that uh, 14 and Zola are in a line ahead of her. Mm. And you watch her uh, put her glaive off to the side, rear her head back, and you watch as like her like throat almost begins to glow with like a bluish glow. And you watch as she slams her head back forwards and releases a torrent of icy breath from her mouth. Um, And they are going to both make con saving throws. This will be Zola. Mm -hmm. Ooh, five for Zola. That's not going to work. And 14 is going to be a a natural 12 plus two 14 passes. 14 gets a 14. Um, So he'll take half damage. He gets a 14. going to be uh, ooh, not great. Uh, only seven damage to Zola and 14 only takes three. Mm. Uh, and uh, that is going to be Risha's turn. We're back up to the top of the order. Top of the order is Zola. Miss Zola Turen. 
Uh, Zola is going to... Ooh, she's not looking good. She has very low HP right now. Um, you can see Zola's, like... You Love watch as, like, the, uh, the cold, icy breath shoots out of Risha. Uh, 14 manages to dodge the side, and as he does so, he leaves Zola wide open to receive the mass... Like, oh, the, the brunt gosh. of the breath. Um, and Way you to watch, go, 14. Truly. The teammate being... Well, that wasn't a sentence. <laughs> Did you? You watch the ice crystals like form up Zola's armor and like form jagged shards that you watch like stab into her. Um, she's breathing quite heavy, bre bleeding quite heavily as well. Um, she's just gonna. Hmm. She's gonna shoot a guiding bolt at uh, Risha. Ooh, natural 10 plus five probably won't hit. Ooh, does not hit. Zola takes out her mace again and you watch as light coalesces on the face of it and it shoots forward with this like brilliantine, like you see like sparks coming off of it. And as 14 like gets back into position, he sees this bolt coming. He dodges back to the side oh, again. Uh, Risha watching his movements also just dodges aside right the last moment. It like tinks mm. off of her armor, yes. uh, but does not make uh, full contact. That is Love Zola's it. action, uh, bonus action. I don't think she's got anything. That might be her whole turn. I would love if she did something else. Um. Oh, actually, Zola still has a spiritual weapon concentration. Uh, no, spiritual weapon is not concentration. Ah, as a bonus action, Zola moves her spiritual weapon. You see that's that ethereal mace that she had mm -hmm. summoned to attack Risha. She moves it over to Risha again, and she's gonna try to hit Risha with the spiritual weapon. Needs an 11 or higher to hit. That is a natural motherfucking 20. No. It's a natural. Oh god, this fight is getting 20. quite interesting. Um, Hannah, I need you to take my next nat one when I get one because I assume oh, I will. Fuck you. Sorry. Hey, it's it's either now uh, or maybe later, so we'll that's, see. You know uh, what? Fair enough. One d eight, and this is gonna get doubled. Ooh. Mm. Uh, you watch as Zola's uh, spectral mace flies through the air as almost almost as if like someone's like thrown it um it shoots forward from where it was uh in its previous position where like where it was over Risha when she was prone it flies mm -hmm. through the air straight uh the head of the mace just soaring through the air it hits Risha in the back of the head oh, and you God. you watch as the mace releases a uh, a burst of radiant energy and it knocks Risha forward and she uh, falls face down on the ground no. and does not get up. Risha is unconscious. Oh my god. That was a really shitty time to get a natural 20. Yeah, okay. it was pretty bad. Um, Zola's going to use the rest okay. of her movement to uh, retreat She's gonna get behind 14 and just go back like 10 more feet. So Zola is now, we'll say, uh, 20, 20 feet away from you. That's the end of her turn. And Blaze, you are up. Okay. <clears throat> and remind me how far 14 is. 14 is only 10 feet away from you. And Shep is right next to you. All right. 
Zola's looking pretty bad. 14's looking okay. I'm gonna run over to Risha. Okay. You enter into melee with 14. <clears throat> and I'm gonna search. Okay, I only want to do this if it's one action, but I do want to find the potion I gave her and feed it to her. Yep, that'll take an action. Okay, yep, I want to do it. Great. Uh, it's a normal potion of healing. It's 2d4 plus 2, so you can roll that. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. Oh, here we go. That's six. Six points of healing. Risha pops back up. Uh, as you feed her the potion that she, you, she had. I'm going to remove that potion. Okay. That looks like it hurt real bad, but we... Oh, yeah. We're... Come on. Oh, we okay. we got to get back. We, we're, we had it. We had it. We had it within yeah. the grasp. Uh -huh. I'm going to get it back again. Okay. Just like, come on, come on, come on. And place, like, yep. pats reaches <laughs> cheeks. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then Shep? Uh, yeah, you have a bonus action still. Huh. That's interesting. Can you remind me of the landscape? Uh, sure. You guys, uh, you got, you're all on, essentially on this well-worn path. Uh, most of the fight has taken place there. There are just, it's just like heavily forested area on either side. Um, where Shep is and where you jump down from is kind of the top of a little, a small hill, hill that rises yeah. and then the path curves to the right. Um, and you and 14, Zola is now down closer to the entrance where that cart is. And how far away is that cart from where you are now? We, yes. Maybe 30 feet. I think 30 feet. Okay, this is truly what. Mm, 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 mm. Nope, Blaze is, Blaze is just inexperienced enough to do this. Great. Um,. So Shep is going to try, uh, run up to us okay. and use fiery teleportation. Yeah, buddy. And we all disappear and yep. reappear directly between, in a burst of flame, directly between Zola and 14. And they both have to make a deck save. Great. Uh, DC 14. Uh, come on. Each baby, creature on, within 10 feet of the space that the spirit left from. Left? Yeah. Oh. So, but you can still maneuver Shep to be able to hit both Zola and four, uh, and 14. Yeah. And you we can just, just teleport anywhere it. you want. No, you can. But it said within five feet of it. We have to be within five feet of you Shep. You have to be have. within five feet of it. Right. Yeah. But I guess Shep could just do it without us. Also, but Shep, but 14 is, uh, oh, I see what you mean. We would have to move to be there and then teleport away from that location. So I think I'm just going to have Shep do it on his own. Okay. You know what I mean? Totally. Uh, okay. So yeah, Shep runs between. Yep. Uh, between Zola and 14, and then in a flash of fire disappears. Both of them have to make a deck save. And Shep is going to reappear directly in front of uh, Blaze and Risha. Okay. 
So, and by in front, I mean between us and fourteen and Zola. Uh, and they roll deck saves. Yep. Cool. Uh, this will be Zola's. What's the DC on it? Fourteen. Uh, Zola rolls a fourteen and succeeds. Uh, fourteen rolls a natural fifteen plus two is seventeen and succeeds. Does it take half uh, if they succeed or no? Nope. Ooh, no damage. Uh, on That's really rough. Success. I took a that risk. That sucks. I'm sorry. No, I took um, a risk. And so Shep has now teleported where behind you and Risha. Between us and Zola. Okay. Uh, just so next to 14, essentially? Yeah, next cool. to 14. Great. Uh, okay, Blaze, that is your turn. Yeah, You're I- out of movement. Uh, oh, you still have a little movement, but... No, that's yeah. fine. Cool. Uh, end of your turn. Okay, it's 14's turn. Um, he sees that Risha looks fairly bad. Risha also has not yet stood, which is going to be an issue for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's just got to try to fucking... Okay. It makes sense. I hate it, but it makes Sorry. sense. Sorry. Uh, you watch as the greenery from the forest seems to alight his blade with flames. Uh, and you watch as these green flames lick his blade, and he's going to take an attack with advantage against Risha. Because she is prone. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's a natural uh, 13 on the die. Plus, I think he does plus like five, seven. Yeah, for sure is going to hit. That's a 20. It's a dirty 20. I also rolled. Oh, my God. I also rolled a one on his other one, no. which we did do something with last time. So I'm going to take just like a fun sip of a drink. Oh, fun sip. That's good. That's good. Although, it's not a real okay. nat one. It's not a real nat one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so he's going to hit Risha. Uh, before that happens, let's uh, talk about this green flame blade. Um, you watch the fire, like he watches, he stabs down into Risha, and the fire from it bursts from uh, his blade, and you just take the damage, oh. don't you? Huh? Yep. Uh, and Blaze, yep. you watch as the fire leaps onto you, uh, and you take six points of fire damage. I really don't love that. Okay. Uh, okay. And then he's going to deal his damage to Risha. He can see Risha's looking pretty bad, so he probably is not going to pump a smite into this. So, oh, rolled an eight on the damage die. Risha goes right back down. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, that's bad. Risha right. is fully unconscious again. Um, the potion, the red liquid that you poured into her mouth, still a little bit dripping from the side oh, of her mouth as God, she goes no. right back down. She is taking a brutal. She's taking a beating. Fourteen's um, like, I'm sorry, you uh, embarrassed me a little by defeating me last night. Had to get my licks where I can. Uh, so uh. that is gonna be fourteen. Still technically has a bonus action and movement, but I don't think he has any bonuses. Actually. He can, because he cast a cantrip as his action, cast a bonus action spell. Oh my god, no. Um, no! You watch 14, he uh, pulls his sword out of Risha, points it at Zola, and he goes, Zola, may the light protect you. Uh, and you watch as 
almost a little unbidden, it looks like. You watch as like this, the tendrils of green and blue and mm. purple appear so on pretty. Zola. Uh, and the light particles that start uh, emanating off of them almost form a small shield around Zola. Okay. Uh, great. So cool. That is uh, the end of 14's turn. Um, next up is the NPC who's still hiding. Uh, Risha's going to roll a death save. Jesus. Oh, success for Risha. Great job. Great job. That's Everyone's great. rolling that's successes great. on their great. death saves. So that's good. I'm kicking myself that I don't have any attack spells in my first level slot. Like, no first level slot is not a t okay whatever that's well a uh, on your next problem. long rest you can uh change that yeah and i fucking will okay all right uh okay next in the order is zola, zola. first and foremost she's gonna try to cast another guiding bolt at you blaze uh this is plus five to hit uh ooh, natural 19 on the die does a 24 hit Oh, you know what? It actually doesn't. It's really what? weird. It doesn't. It doesn't hit. It's crazy. Oh, actually. that's wild. So, I, I can't believe that. Yeah, no worries. I don't like the sound of the number of <laughs> die that you have in your hand. I'm sorry. Um, Blaze, you take. Nope, that's not how math works. Uh, you take 11 points of radiant damage as a shimmering bolt from Zola's mace fires off, skims the side of 14's uh, head, uh, and hits you square in the chest. I'm down. Oh. Uh, I'm down, and it hurts so bad. No! Uh, you Ugh. watch as this beam shoots forward towards you, you can feel the power. There's no way you're going to be able to dodge this. For a moment, your mind flicks to Shep. Shep, you watch Shep try to amble into the way of this beam to yeah, protect you in your final moments. For. He was and between me and Zola. Did that do nothing? It unfortunately did nothing. Uh, we can even say Zola used some of her movement to move around Shep to get a direct angle on you. And uh, Shep, with his six legs, are just not fast enough for this no, bolt of magic. Shep. Don't uh, come it, for his six legs. It hits you in the oh. chest, and the world goes dark. I'm so mad. I'm, I'm so, so sorry, BB. <sighs> okay. That I'm was breathing. a hard fight. It was that nat twenty it's that fine. really that really fucked you guys up. That nat twenty really was the beginning of the end for sure. Um. Jesus. And uh, it is dark for a moment, and the next thing you feel is a warmth radiating from your chest and you flick open your eyes and you realize you're looking up at a brilliantine blue sky. There's almost not a single cloud in the sky. Uh, the, there's a warm breeze blowing against your skin uh, and all of a sudden the final moments of Zola's attack flash back to you and you gasp as you sit straight up uh, and you realize... You're sitting, you're lying um, outside of the stadium amidst uh, a ring of your classmates and the evoker. Oh, no. Uh, next to you, lying in the ground, uh, lying in the ground, lying in the dust is Risha. Lying in the ground. Um, and you notice uh, a figure that has started to move away from you and starts to make their way over to Risha is a figure that you've actually seen once before. It is this small amphibian-like figure mm. that stands uh, <gasps> only a couple feet oh, high no, with, with 
um, red and black no, coloring. It's the grung. It's the grung. It's and, the grung. It's the grung. Uh, has uh, two leather gloves on what you assume might be My like padded friend. fingers. My um, best friend. You hear the grung as you currently <laughs> figured out. Um, says to the crowd, okay, out of the way, out of the way. I, I'm doing I'm here to do a job. Out, move, move, move. Uh, and you watch as um, the grung puts uh, their hand over Risha's chest and their whole arm alights in the same kind of brilliantine like uh, veins of light. Uh, but this is, it's less chaotic than all of yours are with like the different coloring. You watch as like veins of cobalt blue uh, etch down this grung's arm and then pulses into Risha. Risha also has the same moment where she, <gasps> and just sits straight up, like her mm-hmm. armor clanking. Yep. She like reaches for her glaive instinctually, finds that it's not there next to her. Uh, and like looks to you and like her face just falls as she puts the pieces together of what just happened. Um, uh. You see 14 and Zola who both seem healed up uh, and right as rain as well mm-hmm. um, as uh, Evoker Orta looks down on, at both of you and Risha and says, all right, that was um, tough luck. Your first uh, mouths. I'm so sorry at Risha. Uh, Risha, uh, give me a, give me a persuasion check. Oh God, I have to persuade her to accept my apology. Jesus Christ. That is a natural 20. Yeah. Great job. Yes. And as, can I give you back your natural one? <laughs> I mean, yeah, essentially even the playing field again. So everyone's natural ones yeah. will be their own. Yeah, 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 yeah. There <laughs> sure. it is. There it is. Um, that's very funny. Although um, really what I should do is make you take my natural one because yes. I'm more likely to roll it. That's yes. what I'll do. Okay. <laughs> uh, um, that's so funny. So we both are now aiming to roll nat ones. That's um, it. Shooting for it. Uh, you you mouth it, Teresha, and as the evoker is beginning to kind to draw, actually the next people who will go in and do this same thing. Um, you, you Risha, uh, doesn't even pull you aside. Risha just kind of like leans over and is like, "No, it's my fault. I uh, I'm the more experienced one, and I should have I should have accounted for fourteen not playing what? lightly." It's, ah. it's all right. We, you know, it was a close match, though. No use in, you know, trying to go back over it or anything. I, yeah, good. Yeah. I was, I was still glad to have you as a partner, and I'll, I'll do better next time. Yeah, um, me as yeah. well. Um, uh, you watch as the next four go in. Um, Ezrin is left out as the <gasps> odd person out yet again, <laughs> seemingly. Oh my god, no. Um. And as the next four enter in, you and the rest of the remaining classmates essentially go and watch the next uh, round of this. This continues for the rest of the day, uh, truly until Mm. sundown. Does Ezra Um, never get to go? Yeah, you all actually get to go multiple more times. You switch whose partners you are. You switch uh, what side attack and defense you are. um, And this is a rotation that proceeds for Mm. many hours straight of just this kind of continual Mm. beating and hiding and assaulting and ambushing. Um, As the sun begins to set and the glow from around the walls of the settlement um, starts to alight in the sky, 
uh, the evoker says, okay, that's enough for today. Good job, everyone. I will see you at sunrise tomorrow. We had a late start today because last night was the fanning of the flames. Every day from now on will be sunrise to sunset, six days a week, one day off. Blaise and Zola. Oh my God. Follow me back to the Institute HQ. Your Lightbringer history and lore class begins now. Can I try and, uh, how far away is the grung? Where is the grung gone? Uh, the Grung's been there for the whole time, essentially acting as like a healer. Um, thanks for being such a good healer. What's your name? Oh, uh, you may refer to me as just the nurse. Uh, that is my title here. And that is all we need to kind of speak to each other, uh, as, uh, but I am, I am the nurse of the Institute HQ. It is my job to keep you all while you are training healthy. Now, um, are you a cleric? I feel like it might come up for me in some uh, kind of trivia sort of scenarios. That's very odd. We don't do uh, many Lightbringer trivia nights. Uh, that mm-hmm, is just mm-hmm. a once once a year kind of right. thing uh, but very on important. Lightbringer hit trivia night. Yes, uh, but I do understand. That's good that you're prepping in advance. Um, <laughs> yes, I am. I am a cleric. Okay. Thank you for asking. Thanks. Okay. Well, nice to meet you, the nurse. Um, and that's that's that. Cool. Um you and Zola follow the evoker back to the Institute HQ as the rest of your class uh, trails off. And you spend the next four hours in a oh, lecture based class where you are inundated with various names of different light bringers and you learn about different settlements and the economies of them and the different um, reli- like not religions, but like the different, mm-hmm. uh, cultures. In, yeah, cultures of the different mm-hmm. settlements. And it is just a deluge of information. Do I have to roll to like not fall asleep? Because <laughs> if after you want. 12 hours of fighting in the sun mm-hmm. and getting knocked unconscious several mm-hmm. times and then four hours of lecture, if yeah. we think there's any chance. Yeah. Um, why don't you, uh, do, why don't you make me a history check? This will be a little weird, but a history check with disadvantage will say that you're, uh, you have a point of exhaustion. That is a 21 and a nine, sadly. Oh. Uh, we'll drink for your fun nine. I will drink for my fun nine. Um, there are definitely more moments than you are awake that you are either dozing Uh or Uh (laughs) desperately trying to keep your eyes open as the evoker is like prattling on of like names and adulations of various light bringers. Um, and yeah, it is, it's, it's a rough one. Oh my gosh. Um, good, good. good. Is it like professor bins? Like, is this history of magic style moment? I mean, it's, she doesn't have like a very boring lecture voice, but it, I think it's just the topic material and the time of day that it is more than anything else. And it's just like, yeah, it's just like not a great time. Um, Not a great time. Not a great time. The evoker does tell you that essentially along with the fact that like this is six days a week, one day off a week, sun up to sundown, except for you and Zola for the next X amount of months, however long it takes to get through these classes, you guys will be doing four more hours at the end of every day. Um, also lets you know that um, she says at the end of your lecture, she says, all right, that was good. Good job today. Like slams a book closed that probably rouses you. Wakes me up. Yeah, absolutely. Very good job. I will see you all, as we said, bright and early tomorrow morning at sunrise. Do not be late. 
Tomorrow we will begin individual lessons, which will make up a lot of how Lightbringer training will work here at the Institute. We will go over things depending on uh, what kind of day it is. We, we will go through things uh, from your own capabilities to trying to unlock your Lightbringer capabilities. Um, but that mm -hmm. is essentially what we will do. It is one-on-one -on -one individual practice all at the same time, all the classes with me. Uh, so that is uh, how things will go from now on. Any questions? <clears throat> no. Blaze, roll me an intelligence check really quickly. Okay, that's a five. Nice. It's the first day, and it's bad. It's you know, a, yeah, it's, it's cloudy. It's day. hazy. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, that seems fine. You're just so oh, tired. You gosh. just want to go to bed. Okay, cool. So I'm going home to bed, ostensibly. Uh, Please I mean, God. Yeah, you, you, and Zola are let out. Zola like doesn't even like is also looks so tired. Just is like barely says like a night. Good night, Blaze. See you tomorrow. Uh huh. Night. Uh, and Sequel. trudges off towards her <laughs> boat. Oh yeah, Dunzos. Uh, yeah, you you go to bed. Uh, you wake up the next morning refreshed, rejuved. Mm. Uh, full long rest. Take that long rest. Oh, thank goodness. Oh, take a drink for a fun rest. I will. Um, okay. Yep. So, Blaze, uh, you get to the institute the next morning. Um, and, uh, you get into class, the evoker's there, everyone's there. Um, and she says to the class, she says, all right, everyone who knows their assigned rooms, that's everyone besides Zola and Blaze, please go to your assigned rooms. I will meet you there. Blaze and Zola, you follow me. Uh, and she leads you out and you watch as the rest of your classmates each take like a room off of this corridor that they go into, um, mm -hmm. that your, uh, classroom is on. Uh, the evoker leads both you and Zola down to the far end uh, where there are two rooms across the hall from each other. Uh, and she says, OK, uh, I will meet you both in your room and you go into your room, slide it open. You see it's this actually much larger room than your classroom is. Um, mm -hmm. It is like a very traditional, like I would say Japanese style dojo. Um, okay. It is a huge yes. room, high ceilings, um, and it is just plenty of room to kind of do whatever it seems in. It seems like a very multi-purpose so cool. dojo room. Um, and only a few moments after the door closes behind you, um, does it reopen and uh, the evoker is there and stands there and is like, all right, Blaze, this will be a combination of me putting you through drills that I think will be most benefit you in in order to maximize how you fight, which is mostly magical, we will be focusing okay. heavily on that okay. uh, with various exercises. Okay. However, once I feel like you have a grasp of the basic concepts of your own magical ability, we can then go into specific things that you think you want to do and how you fight. Oh, Am I clear? Awesome. Yes, you're clear. Great. Um, in addition to this, Place. Mm. I believe we need to have a conversation. And I'm oh. not sure how or why this has fallen to me to do. Oh. But it seems that no one else has had a conversation with you yet. Okay. This, uh, Shep, I believe you, I've heard. Yeah. Yes. Shep. 
Shep seems to be some kind of fiery manifestation um, that seems yeah, to be- Yeah, look, and then I summon Shep. Amazing. Um, Shep <laughs> appears in the room. Uh, this room is Shep, great. Shep, meet Orda. Because it's big enough for Shep's like massive elephantine yeah. form to stand in. Uh, Orda, uh, give me a quick insight check with disadvantage. First one's a 19, the second one's a 19. Nice. Ooh, Ooh two great yes. rolls. Um, Orda doesn't flinch in any way, shape, or form, uh, but you watch her eyebrows like imperceptibly move up really Ooh. quickly when Shep appears, as if she hmm. might not have been fully expecting that. Um, okay. But almost nothing else about her body language portrays that. Um, uh, she, Orda, like, nods to Shep, uh, but really hones in on you and says, magic has various sources. Some, yeah. like uh, myself, some learn it from books, from study of the ancient scrolls. Some, it is innate to. There are those who can summon this power from deep within themselves. Like Zola. Like yeah. Zola. What you display, the specific magics that you use, seem huh? to, and have caught the eye of many, seem hmm? to come from the living world. Yeah. That absolutely. is... Some might see that as inherently dangerous and terrifying. You have to understand, Blaze, hmm. this world, for those who are not Lightbringers, is not one of safety and security. It is not one of wonder and intrigue. It is a scary, dangerous place. And the thought mm -hmm. of deriving your magic from a world that is inherently dangerous to people is terrifying. Okay. So you need to be very careful in how and when you use your magic. Okay, I understand. I understand. Is the Institute a more or less, you know, I mean, safer than other settlements? Sure. Because most of us here, right, are, are light bringers? It's not most, Blaze. It feels that way because there are a, a number of us. It's but like a college town, you know, like when college is in session, the, the, the town population doubles. You know, like it's that. almost like that. Uh, it's actually not even double. The majority oh. of people who live here are not sparked individuals. They are unsparked. But they're familiar with the sparked and all of our abilities. Of course, of course. However, okay. I, I just I want to, to make anyone. sure that you understand that there are those even and maybe especially those who do understand Lightbringers and their abilities that feel your power that is connected to this world is perhaps inherently dangerous. Are there others like me? There are records of such magics that we know of, but it is rare. So there's no one here right now? Who's like me? No. We have not seen these abilities in many years. Oh. Uh, when was the last person? In my five years that I've been teaching in the Institute, yeah. I have not come across another that ha possesses the natural magics. Who is the oldest teacher here? Well, the reason I became 
became a teacher is because previous teachers uh, have met their end. Ah, I see. Okay, well, um, thanks for telling me. I don't want to scare anybody, and I will think about that. Um, I will train you to the best of my abilities, Blaze, but I need you to know and also understand that I do not have a perfect understanding of your capabilities either, but I will work, and you will work. I will work. I will work. I I understand. Okay. Um, And with that difficult conversation. Um, So interesting. Okay, okay. You begin your training in earnest. So, Blaze, we are entering into a long period of... Ooh. I wouldn't call it downtime because it is very active time. All that stuff. Eight days a week. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it is uh, fairly brutal, but um, we're entering actually a really interesting time period in, uh, I think, the podcast, which is... I'm excited. We're going to skip some time because I'm not going to sit you through some lesson plans. All these lessons, but this is so cool. Um, So essentially what we're going to do is, Blaze, you can... Uh, because you're essentially training and a lot of it's one-on-one, you can kind of choose what you want to focus on in these kind of individual training things. And Mm -hmm. I have a, I have a few systems of like how that's going to work depending on like what you want to focus on. Okay. Um, and how long and like, yeah. So yes. Um, I think Blaze after they get a handle on their magics a little more. Totally. Um, which by the way, are we leveling up? Well, there's been a nope. lot of talk singing and I apologize, but, um, uh, we're not leveling up. Damn. Nope. Okay. Um, Hey, that might, that's better. <laughs> this means I might be giving you things in addition to eventually leveling up Yeah. at some point. So essentially training is like we, you might get like bonuses to specific things if you want to like yeah. do it that way like I want to bump yeah. this bonus or we can like look at if you want to look at feats like we can try to integrate that or I, whatever mm-hmm. I've actually been thinking about this and totally. Blaze's uh, well so it's twofold one one aspect of it is that they're really bad in close combat mm. I mean they're not really bad but they're not particularly good totally um I do feel like as a halfling, mm-hmm. um, I think they might, I, I don't know if it's possible. You have to tell me, totally. but I, I don't want to multi-class, but I do think mm. that some of the like monk hand to hand, uh, combat stuff okay. might be, I mean, again, this is just, you asked for things that yeah, I've been no, thinking no, no. about. Go, That's please. one that I'm thinking about. Um, like, you know, flurry of blows, like maybe I could just learn some of those abilities or something. I think that that would be, I don't know, something about that feels really right for Blaze um, to have, you know, all their druid spells. And then when confronted with uh, closer combat, having that sort of, cool. you know, simple defense to fall back on. Cool. Awesome. So that's something I was thinking about. Um, okay. Anything else? Another training thing is I would love if Shep had one more. I would love if Shep had another thing. I know that there are mm. some things that like when he levels up. Sure. As part like of the when subclass. When Shep levels up, yeah. they, you know, they come with it. But 
I would love an additional because it's not it's not so much like, oh, he can also do this now. Sure. It's more this is this thing that he already has is more powerful. And I think it'd be cool if he had a, a just like one more variety cool. thing. But again, I don't know. That's just that's just another thing. No, these are great. Um, okay, cool. So essentially how this is going to work, we're going to I'll just tell you off the bat, like these training things are going to happen a number of times, essentially. So they are going to be dependent on roles um, and we will kind of see how much you can get out of this training. Um, And there will be ways to actually, why don't we just do this? Um, So Blaze, you begin your training in earnest. It is grueling. It is long, hard days. Orta puts you through the paces. Um, you are casting spells. But expect nothing like, less. Truly. You are like using, utilizing all of your magical capabilities. Like Orta is pushing you to your limits to like continue trying to cast leveled spells when you don't have any spell slots left mechanically, but like really trying yeah. to like push you. Um, there are days that you do more basic training drills with the rest of your class. There are days where order tries to like have you channel some of your bond, which is a really interesting and intricate process that is uh, almost so unteachable. Um, but it requires like, she requires you to like do a lot of like self introspection, a lot of meditation. So it's, it's mentally mm. taxing. It's emotionally Self-work. taxing. It's like, it's just, it's a, it's a long, hard uh, moment. You go to bed every single night, sore beyond belief. You wake up tired. Oh, so we're going to set um, the difficulty levels for these for this first training session fairly Mm -hmm. high because you're adapting to this completely new lifestyle of like working every day super intense um so uh let's do what do you think you want to focus on more the shep thing or the fighty thingy honestly the monk (laughs) love the eloquence Mm -hmm. um the fighty thingy the the yeah i think the those close combat abilities. Why don't you, um, and don't roll yet, but why don't, I think we're going to do, uh, since monk abilities are based on decks, we'll do a dex check. Um, and I won't give you proficiency mm-hmm. yet because your training is hard. You're not proficient in training yet. Um, so it's just going to be a plus five to whatever you roll. Oh God. Um, we'll say a DC uh. 10. You make some modicum of progress uh, a dc 15 you make uh some good progress and if you hit a 20 or higher you're like really in the zone so you're just gonna Ooh, make that's one a very cool dex check and we will see how that all kind of shakes out and again you okay. might not just like gain an ability from this because there will be more training sessions in the future right. Right, but right. we will that see how much progress you make on your things okay here we go here we go good luck <gasps> dirty 20 fuck yes! yeah that's great i'm oh, very excited very nice okay so blaze you can kind of <sighs> okay so if we're gonna go down this monk route here's my thoughts all of the monk stuff about like uh unarmed combat and stuff like that yeah specifically always lists uh, you you can't be wearing armor or 
uh, holding mm. a shield to do. I see. Okay. Okay. So I have two well, thoughts. I have two thoughts. I could just drop it. So my first thought is with a 20, you absolutely like Orta puts you through the paces and starts fighting with you unarmed combat, like squares up with you, like one-on-one fights with Ooh. you. That's so cool. And it tickles your brain a little bit because over the weeks that this takes, you spend all day when you have individual sessions with Orta. (laughs) Like she doesn't go to the other rooms. You're just with Orta all day training. That's very... Tickles your brain. Okay, so somebody else is... Okay, all right. Um, Okay. But like truly like full like wrapping fists and like squaring up like Mm. boxing with you um to try to get this uh ability these abilities out of you um blaze you can either take the feature the monk feature at level one unarmored defense Mm. which means when you're wearing no armor or wearing a shield and not wearing a shield, your AC equals 10 plus your dex plus your wisdom. So for you, Blaze, actually... 10 plus 5 plus 4. Oh, shit. Your AC would go up. That's better. It's 18 and it would be 19. You can... That's true. So you can either take that or we can... You can take part of this martial arts ability, um, but it will still be about like you would still have to take out you would still have to not wear armor or carry a shield to be able to like use your decks instead of strength and use a d4 instead of uh just normally hitting and adding your strength modifier to your unarmed strikes yeah yeah I i think i think it's worth doing the ac thing cool um, and this is something you can build on now. So like we're creating a plateau that again, right. if you want to continue training on this like monk route right? and you roll well, you can. So, uh, 19. <gasps> Wait, that's so exciting to look at. Your AC is high. And now when, if you, when you want to train this again, maybe getting that extra monk stuff will be so much easier <gasps> for you to use. That's super fucking cool. That's awesome. That was a good roll. Um, oh, yay. So uh, because you kind of chose to take the time to focus on this, uh-huh. um, Orda uh, still has you like summoning Shep, has you doing your wild shape, seeing kind of like testing the limits of like where, like what, different beasts you can do, um, trying Mm. to explain like different ways you can utilize each shape. Um, and it's fully just like using herself as like, you're not practicing on dummy targets. Like you are fighting this woman and you can tell that she has both a sense and like an well-versed understanding of magic, but also can hit really hard uh has mm. like extreme uh She's a badass physical fuck. training like no like teaches you different stances when you are wielding your scimitar um and uh even though you don't get uh, a chance to like make shep more powerful or yeah. does kind of instruct you on different ways you can utilize shep she says okay. um You need to remember, this spirit can also do a multitude of different things. I've seen it use its ranged attack, and I've seen it do that teleporting Mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. It can also do other things. You can command it to 
to hide. You can command it to aid you. Uh, you can command mm. it to uh, help distract your enemies. You can do all of these different things. You have to remember that even in the context of combat, it seems mm. that this link that you have is very similar to a link and you watch as she summons a small black bat that alights on her shoulder. And you watch as she says, this is this is my familiar. Um, she basically explains to you that like Shep can also like give you the help action and like give you advantage on rolls. Shep oh. can also like flank something for you and give you advantage on an attack. Shep can like there are other things that you can command Shep to do that are not necessarily like the exact two things that Shep can do. Like Shep can go and flip a switch. That's... Shep can like pick something yeah, up. Yeah. Shep can like, you know. Yeah, yeah, Shep yeah. can take an unarmed attack technically. Now, for Shep to give me advantage on an attack, uh-huh. wouldn't he... I would have to use my ability to control him first, which I can't do, Since, right? Uh, I would I would say, technically, um, that if you'd use your bonus action to command Shep to give you the help action, which gives you advantage on any roll, saving throw, uh, ability check, or attack... Um, that can happen. You can, the, the order of combat does not have to be action, bonus action movement. You can do your bonus okay. action whenever. Oh, sick. So then even though he takes no his issues. turn technically after you, he can yeah. still use the help action to give you advantage. Okay. That's amazing. And that, that can happen also outside of combat as well. Like anytime you're like doing shit and Shep has been summoned, you can at any point be like, Hey Jason, can Shep give me advantage on this role? And I can be like, yeah. Can Shep look really persuasive right now and like kind of yeah, aid my genuineness? Yeah, for certain things, absolutely <laughs> no, Shep cannot do. But <laughs> can Shep give like, like a little Shep shoulder a shimmy really... and like seduce this target yeah. for me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could Shep kind of like aid my charisma? Because isn't it so charismatic to have a giant flaming elephant? Not no. I don't know if it is. Honestly, I think that's <laughs> I think more off-putting. <laughs> I would be really taken with someone who has a giant flaming elephant as a that's part of a their personal choice magical soul that's fair that's fair and one that i personally would not choose uh, you know what to each their own to each their to own each their own to each their we own we can't worry okay so since you kind of rolled really well only a month passes with this training uh, mm. And you develop uh, this kind of natural unarmored resistance like after truly multiple days is just like Order being like, you're just going to block. You're going to take all your armor off yeah. and block and just like pummels you day after day after day. But so because a month goes by, that means you have four days off. This is also going to enter a period of downtime. It's very short downtime, so you can't really do a ton. But if you have any downtime activities that you want to do, um, now would be the time. What do you do on your days off, Blaze? So, okay, on my days off, I think <laughs> some of them will be spent sleeping because this is yes. a very large life change. Yes. Um, and I think some of them will be spent kind of exploring the settlement, honestly. Nice. Because I think that there's a lot that's, <laughs> there's a lot to discover. And yeah. there's a lot Blaze hasn't seen. And this is super different from their original settlement. Um, I think that they're going to kind of frequent Doreen's place. Yeah. Honestly. 
Um, cause that's one of those, it's just the spot that they've been most often and totally. good food, good people, kits there yeah. sometimes. Aww. And I do think maybe place would hang out there and kind of see if who else has chosen Doreen's place as like their own hang spot. And maybe that. they would look out for 14 there. Interesting. Just, just Interesting. Keep an eye out. Just keep an eye uh, out. You know, just keep a weather eye or Felix. Felix seems super cool. Why, um, why don't yeah. you, why don't you roll me a, um, since you have multiple days, why don't you roll me and your, your intents are fairly clear of like who you're looking mm-hmm. for. Why don't you just roll me an investigation check with advantage? Uh, that's a 14 with advantage. Okay. Um, Blaze, mm-hmm. out of your not uh, eight other classmates. Um, I would love for you to choose uh, six of them and you will kind of learn where they spend their one free day. So be able to like find them in the future and spend time with them. Maybe six of them. Yeah. So 14 and Felix is two. And so four more. Tanish. Great. Risha. Yep. I would say Magdalena and Asarna and then kind of just figure out not via this method where Ezrin and Zola spend their time. Cause I think that's kind of interesting. You know, often we, the people who we're closest to, we don't like intentionally seek them out. Cause we're like, Oh, we'll totally. find them. But it's up to you, but I don't know how that's going to go. You know what I mean? Like, are you just going to tell me like, Oh yeah, Magdalena and Asarna hang out at this bar or, or is it going to be like, now we play out a scene where you meet. Um, no, it's going to be, it's going to be, you are going to figure out where they spend their downtime. And now in the future you can spend time with them. Okay. So Ezra and Zola. Cool. Uh, with a 14, uh, you do spend, you definitely spend like your first weekend day, like fully sleeping. Uh, but on your second one, you have enough energy to kind of just do the rounds of the settlement. You get to go into all of the different sectors, the mercantile sector, the residential sector. You get to move around mm-hmm. a bunch. First and foremost, uh, we'll go easy. Uh, there is a large library uh, in the residential sector that is fairly close to both okay. your abode and the Institute so. HQ. So um, uh, you catch uh, Zola walking into the library one day. Classic. Um, on that day off, uh, and you just have like a very quick interaction as Zola goes in as you pass by, continuing on your walk. Um, as you continue to make your way through the residential sector, um, which spreads like from the HQ, like outwards in a large cone, um, closer to the center of the Institute, where like all these sectors radiate out from, uh, mm-hmm. you see a flitter of movement on the top of one of the buildings, and you swear you catch uh, Ezrin's brown hair. Ugh. Um, just running <laughs> running on the top of a building. Uh, Tannis spends uh, her time in the Arboreal, this large um, ar- arboretum, essentially, of uh, glowing trees at night uh, that takes up a large portion of the Institute. Um, she just kind of, you like, cons- <laughs> you watch her honestly, like, 
there are moments where you like pass through and Tannis is like full Tarzan swinging like vine to vine. Oh my gosh. Once you see her like in a tree, um, but you see she has like a wooden bucket full of something uh, and like what? as people pass by, she like pelts down on and then like scampers into the trees before they see. Yes, um, that halfling energy uh, we all need. So chaotic. <laughs> uh, so Tannis spends some time in the arboreal um, at the ass crack of dawn, it's one of those moments where you know, like when you wake up in the middle of the night, you like and like need water desperately. Or is that just me? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, oh no, that's that good, good, is good. me. Um, that is me. And like, is everyone dehydrated when they wake up in the middle of the night, or is it just me? I, for sure, am. I feel like it's a New York City air thing. Maybe in, the, in a lot of ways too. Okay, so ass crack of dawn. Um, you wake up in the middle of the night needing water. Uh, and you see out your window because your window looks out onto the fir- onto the uh, roadway leading up to the institute. You see Risha fully in full plate mail and her glaive like go into oh the God. institute on her one day off, like goes back into the HQ ostensibly to like train. There are like the the entrances and exits to the settlement. The like huge gates have light bringers like stationed up there. There's also like a normal just like city guard that exists in the settlement Mm. that is not that are unsparked, but just like settling disputes for like unsparked people. And you actually see um, Felix kind of hanging around those kind of guard towers or the barracks. And then right in that like central courtyard where the Trials of Light were initially held is a large Mm. uh, stone, very whitewashed building with large columns and a tall um, arcing, Mm -hmm. almost like dome structure over it. Um, And Blaze, why don't you roll me a religion check really quickly? Uh, That is a... (gasps) What? A natural 20! Nice. All right, what do you want? Mm, 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 what do you want? Mm, Dance mm, it out. What mm, do you want? Mm, mm, mm. Take three yeah, yeah, sips. Yeah, 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 yeah. I won't make you take a shot of gin because I am benevolent. <laughs> well, you also can't technically make me take a shot because that's not one of the rules. Really? It's it's oh. three. Sh- uh, I mean, we can maybe add it. I don't know. No, I don't think we need to add take a whole ass shot. Well, because it's it's three sips. It's or, a nat one. No, you but take it's it. it's three sips or finish your drink. So. Oh, so it's like it could, it could be, be worse. It could yeah. be better. I feel like You're not maybe sure. Maybe it's a yeah. shot instead of finish your drink. I don't know. Um. <laughs> maybe maybe we change it to that. I don't know. It could be context based, oh, depending fine. on how much of your drink. Like if you just like if you were like if you were beer, like if you were like finish your drink and I was like Dan, I just poured a new one. You were like okay, take a shot. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. I, I think like I think that can be contextually substituted. I'm in for it. Um, natural twenty, Blaze. Um, there is no like uh, there's no pantheon in this world. There are not multiple gods. There are essentially mm. no gods in this world. There's like <laughs> no one prays to a god. There are no named gods in this world at all. It is <laughs> the, those who are religious uh, essentially worship the light. The idea of the light, mm. um, which is why mm. Lightbringers are also extremely lauded and, you know, praised. Right. They're part of that. Right. It is not only like a, a power thing. It is this kind of like it is a power thing that maybe actually you you would know. It's probably the fact that like Lightbringers 
were seen as these divine, essentially, things uh, that could stand against the, all the other lit creatures, served as protectors. And right. the initial Council of Four, the Radiance, are kind of seen as divine beings in this world because they're the literal only thing that protects right. this whole, all humanoids. Makes sense. Um, that makes sense. And so there, uh, and you would also know with a natural 20, um, the there are certain settlements that are extremely religious and like it is it is like that is like what the settlement is revolves around is this idea of like we worship the light and then there are settlements Mm -hmm. that you know yes we worship light we worship the light like obviously just like that's a second it's second nature it's not like a thing um thing Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah so and there are there are most in most settlements there are at least like small shrines at the very least to the light okay. um but uh this is probably this is a temple this is a full temple like it is a huge edifice in this in the institute settlement okay. um but i think it would uh, on a natural 20 you see this temple and combined with like the lore and history and like learning about other settlements you've in the brief moment that you are awake in one of these classes, um, you mm. very much remember uh, Orda being like, essentially the way Lightbringers look upon this like religious fervor is like, it's kind of like a weird moment where Lightbringers themselves are usually not that religious because they're like, right. this is a weird moment. Like, don't worship me. Like, I'm not divine. Like. Yeah, it's, I'm not divine. Like, I have this power, right. but like, and so here we especially are. in the institute yeah. settlement, like the temple here is big and beautiful because the institute is like a big place, but right. it's not like the institute settlement as a culture is not like hella religious, if that makes that sense. Makes sense. Um, so hmm. you actually see fourteen, um, sweeping the steps of this temple on uh, one of your walks. Wow. So uh, you spend uh, your downtime for now. Again, there will be multiple other downtime times uh, in the future, but you spend it scouting out where the rest of your classmates spend their downtime perhaps to like a little spy like a little like a weird <laughs> like a little, little social spy, spy. <laughs> and everyone now hates you um because you're mm-hmm. spying um yeah do i have to roll stealth checks for all of these like <laughs> i don't know are you being are you weirdly at? stealthy <laughs> no 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 i'm gonna say this is all luck i don't know how you're gonna frame it but i'm like oh no, yeah i was walking no, and like is. i see these people it is it is and um yeah, yeah. and also i do want to like underscore like this does not preclude you from if you want to spend time with Magdalena or Sarna in the future. Right, it does I can not go preclude that. Somehow. It's just going to be a role to see if you find them. If you if you decide that you want sense. to spend time with them, and again, well, there'll be Very many cool. more downtime things in the future. Um, Got it. So that's how you spend your downtime. Uh, again, just exploring the settlement. You, um, Blaze, you find a. Um, you go into the mercantile, the merchant section of. You find the Potter. 
Um, yes. You we're not going to do a scene, but you do find uh, a, a kiln. Uh, Blaze is a potter by trade, mm-hmm. um, and you know the smell of baking clay. You follow your nose, and you do find um, there is a potter, um, an older fearbolg, this like kind of hulking. Um, cow-like face, uh, fur all along its body, um, has like a blue tuft of hair at the top and then like white fur all the way down, a little pink cow nose, um, that you like go in and, um, introduce yourself as a fellow potter. Um, he introduces himself and, uh, says his name is Garth. Um, and you just spend some time exploring the settlement. Um, Great. Uh, we are going to cut to. It's been a month of training, a long time. So it's been, a long month. You spent some time at Doreen's place. Uh, Kit's there. He usually yells to Doreen like, "I'm taking lunch," and she yells back like, "We don't do that here." But okay. Um, and you, you, you <laughs> uh, spend some time with both Kit and Doreen. Uh, learn that like Doreen is this very I like become a regular. Yeah, you become a regular. She's like. She like uh, sees you and she's like, "Oh, Blaze, come in, come in. What can I get you? The usual today, hun. Your meat bowl, your meat and rice bowl." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if someone were spying on me casually, they would know that Doreen's place is the place to find you. There exactly. It is. Um, and excellent. It's it's yeah, it's great. It's a nice little homey place. Um, Doreen really loves taking care of the like institute kids. Um, you as like an institute kid, you have like a credit that you essentially just get free meals as dining long as you're in bucks. the yeah you get dining bucks as long as <laughs> you're in the institute which are subsidized by <laughs> like light bringers um mm-hmm. it's it's a very so good. good uh kit like sits you down like always brings a drink when you when you're there and like asks oh, to kid. like le- know about everything like what did you do in class today like oh that sounds so cool like is very into like hearing about like all the things you're learning mm-hmm. um and uh, a month goes by, and uh, you get to the institute one morning, ass crack of dawn, if you will. Um, I will. And you all sit in your seats. You sidle in right next to fourteen and Felix. Uh, the evoker walks in like right after you. You all like get into your seats, mm-hmm. and she says, "Okay, great. So today we are going to do more uh, individual training." Uh, but also, first and foremost, Blaze, Felix, Asarna, come up here, uh, and she beckons you to the front of the room uh, to the podium. Uh, you and Felix push your chairs out. Asarna joins you. Mm-hmm. And she, you uh, get head to the front of the room, and she says, "The three of you will be going on a basic training mission for as long as it takes you." Uh, You will be excused from all classes, but this mission takes top priority. There will be no dilly-dallying. There will will be no lazing about. You must Mm -hmm. complete this mission. This, think of this for Blaze, you, and like, uh, you can see Asarna and uh, Felix are both like nodding along. Like, they've done these before. They've done this. Mm -hmm. Um, She says, uh... As a mission, it should not take long. So, got it. Here okay. is your mission brief. Mm-hmm. There have been complaints of a indistinguishable smell 
that has arisen from the residential district. You are to investigate the source of the smell, ask the locals what they've smelled and where it's come from and gather information. I always ask the locals what they smell. Um, I Mm -hmm. always ask the locals like what they smell like. Um, Yeah. What they smell like, what Mm -hmm, they like mm -hmm, to mm -hmm. smell. All their like smell activities. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) We can't get this drunk at the end. uh, The drama is funneling to this (laughs) climax and we're like, we're like, (laughs) whoa, smells. smells. (laughs) Sorry, I'm not helping. No, it's very fun. Um, She's like, uh, you will go investigate. You will talk to the locals. You will ascertain whatever they need and you will deal with it. Do I make myself clear? Yes. Great. This, you, <laughs> Blaze, think of this mm-hmm. as your first mission as a light bringer. Got it. Do not let us down. Got it. And that's where we're going to end the episode tonight. Oh my God. Starting new shit. Oh, I don't even know what my mission you got to figure it out. Yeah. It's going to be a fun little game. Oh, and also Asarna. I did want to get to know there Asarna. I just, I had a feeling about Tana, so I put her first, but I really did want to get to know Asarna, so I'm glad I'm going to have a chance yeah. to. Um, yeah. yeah, so you, you, Asarna, and Felix will be going on a fun What a mission. good team. We'll see. That's we'll see. ideal. We'll see. I feel like that's ideal, you know? We'll see. You know, here's the thing. Okay, Mm-hmm. Tell it's me the thing, Jason. Jason? Seven. It's like in the hour of seven. It's seven. Hey, want to finish your drink with me? Oh, I'll finish my drink with you. I, like it's the hour of. Here we go. Uh, I'm do. I'm drinking and talking mm-hmm. the whole time, and it's not working. Um, but what happened I on your it all end? Over myself. I spilled it all over myself. Um. Okay. No. Uh, I'm wearing if- this weird chef's shirt. You know, I'm not team. I'm not a chef. <laughs> team. Hey, audience, I am no chef. But Wait, it's like I really weird, love the like, use of team. That's very fun. chef team. Sous yeah, chef. <laughs> Sorry, not if even chef. this is chef, not a blatant, a blatant <laughs> advertisement as to why you should not D&D&D, mm-hmm. I don't know what is. Mm-hmm.